Hello, everyone, uh, and welcome to another episode of the podcast series Cloudology. My name is Andy Frommel, and I'm your host. Today, we want to shift the focus a little bit away from the, tra the traditional uh, focus of the series, which is only focusing more or less on the cloud uh, technology. Uh, as we all are aware of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic we see around the world, uh, everybody gets impacted. And in this series, we want to uh, dig into the space on what SAP sees, uh, how SAP can help as a company, and um, what industries uh, and different layers of the economy um, is, is, uh, is challenged and how we can do this. Uh, I'm quite uh, happy to have today a very experienced and longtime fellow of SAP with me here in this podcast. His name is Mark Nola. He is the regional vice president of a team called uh, SAP Digital, which is focusing on uh, getting uh, the hands around digital transformation and helping organizations uh, to uh, cope with the new challenges in this uh, in in this world. Not not only because of COVID nineteen, but in general. Mark, welcome to this podcast. Thank you very much, Andy, for the invitation. A real pleasure to be here. Yes. So, Mark, um, you, before the COVID-19 outbreak was, you traveled a lot around uh, uh, to different countries in Europe, and you have seen many customers. And nowadays, our work is more remotely, but you have not stopped and your team has not stopped uh, to work day and night on how a company like SAP can help. Uh, let our audience a bit uh, understand um, what is your focus at the moment. And uh, I would like to start with this initiative that SAP came up, which is called SAP Helps. So what, what does it mean and what does it mean for our customers? Absolutely. So once again, uh, thanks for the opportunity to be here. And I would like to start just mentioning that I help uh, yourself, uh, all those listening to this podcast, are safe and doing well in these uh, challenging times. So um, the initiative we launched and we started across um, our region was quickly understanding that being apart and, and confined to our homes is it, not easy, um, depending on the, on the countries across our geography. And some of us have been <laughs> confined to our homes now for, for several weeks. But we quickly came to understand that this must not mean that we will not stay in contact, that we must uh, stop in any way helping each other and reaching out to support each other. And also very important, not to forget that we can continue to learn and to grow. So what we wanted to is uh, very quickly reach out to our customers and share information, share what we were learning uh, from several industries and, and geographies. And, and, and we decided to call that SAP Helps. So SAP Help started first of all as our experts from the industry and customer advisory teams bringing together what they were seeing from customers as the main challenges they were facing, uh, best practices that could be shared and, and sharing those through one single document that we're continuously updating that could be useful to, to many customers. Then it continues uh, progressively, we're working on it with the team and updating this uh, this uh, initiative with what we call react what are specific solutions and, and actions customers can take and what we're working on now we think it's extremely important and i'd like to discuss today is that we must focus also on what we're calling sap helps rebuild 
let's start already thinking how we're going to overcome the situation, how we're going to create with our customers new opportunities, new services for citizens, for patients, and across all industries. So that's a bit what we intend with the SAP Helps Initiative. Really share best practices and jointly come up and also learn from our customers on how to address this situation and overcome it. Okay, great. So, uh, I mean, if we're reading uh, the newspapers, we see uh, on a daily basis, there is not a, not a single piece on this global, uh, global uh, economy which is not impacted, whether it's large, small companies, economies, everybody's impacted. There are industries that will struggle more, and there are even industries that may gain an advantage, and they can naturally increase their business. For example, everything what is digital or what is cloud-based has, has a natural advantage. Now, Mark, have you looked into specific industries uh, for this SAP Help um, initiative, or is it more across industries? Um, we've done both perspectives. Uh, a very strong focus per, per industry, because uh, we've clearly seen that the challenges are, are different. As you're saying, what might be very strong risk could even be opportunities for, for different players. And also um, a cross-industry approach. We think it's very important that, for example, customers in retail industry learn from custom, what customers in transportation are doing, and really we can share those, those experiences. So I won't go into detail in all of them, but maybe just to mention some of the industries we have focused on more and many more you can go into through the SAP Helps initiative. But for example, the first and most impacted industry, of course, are those that are the first respondents, uh, really those that are facing up and, and, and leaving how we can overcome this crisis. That's public sector authorities, that is healthcare. So they are clearly the front line. And, and there we want to see how we can support in, obviously, first of all, tracking the impact of the illness. So risk identification, for example, tracking mobile uh, phone traffic and movement of citizens, depending on the time of the day, to help authorities understand where there are focus for risk, where there's uh, uh, issues for confinement policies to take um, action. Then another strong area this industry is focusing on is obviously to build trust, to contact and inform citizens. We'll be going a bit more into detail now through this conversation, but we need to help them there stay in contact with customers, sorry, with citizens, with patients, with their, with their families. And of course, it's the area, the organizations that must really help us fight the situation, providing the healthcare services. So we need to help them on their supply chain. We need to help them access resources and ensure the maximum protection and safety of their employees. The other uh, key industry where we see a, a transformation is, for example, retail and consumer goods, where they've, in a very short period, been moved to an entirely online world of uh, online purchasing, information, and need for real-time uh, contact with their customers. So there we see the need to stay in contact with customers to understand their experiences and respond to changes in demand. But then we need to be able to analyze the supply chain. We need to be able to understand cash flow risk. What are the risks with dropping demand in one area? What are the opportunities with growing demand? So having those clear insights. And then, of course, all those asset-intensive uh, industries, uh, it's telco, it's utilities, it's uh, oil and gas. For example, in oil and gas, we have the added 
let's say, challenge right now, in addition to the drop in demand, is uh, the price wars uh, and, and drop in, in price, and that drop in demand, which is a risk to operations. So what we need to ensure is that we can help these organizations overcome uh, the challenges of how do we continue to operate safely with reduced um, uh, engineers and staff in the field? How can we do more remote asset maintenance automation to guarantee safety and no drop in production um, unless planned, but also have real time visibility on the whole supply chain. We need to offer them help to control the supply chain, to know what decisions to take, what impact this would have. And across all these industries, it's applying that strategy that we've been pursuing for many years of an intelligent enterprise. Be able to capture the experience of stakeholders, customers, suppliers, citizens, employees, merge that data in real time with data from operations, supply chain, uh, assets, uh, operations, manufacturing, and then take real time decisions to act on the changing environments. If we can operate in this way, we think we build the necessary resilience. Many more industries affected, we're all aware of that. Just wanted to share maybe those two, three with you. Yeah, this is a great, um, a great uh, view into uh, across this topic. I mean, what you said, public sector, healthcare, these two in sectors have to, uh, are the frontliners, they are affected and they need to take now a lot of responsibilities. Uh, any government need to manage uh, uh, movements of people, restrictions, and this curfews and these kind of things. And and the healthcare sector is is is, is now the troops that hopefully can can cope with this uh, with this increasing amount of uh, of cases. Um, and when it comes to the retail, I just listened yesterday uh, to a podcast uh, um, from some German uh, um, investors. They were debating. Uh, how how long supply chains around the world will be uh, 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 sufficient uh, running to uh, to supply certain things? I mean, if we just take a normal uh, grocery products that we are buying, most of these grocery products are, are packed into plastics. Now, even if you have enough uh, grocery uh, uh, stock somewhere available, you need to have all these small bits and pieces available to pack it and to ship it. And I think there's a lot of uncertainty uh, around the world, speci specifically uh, the longer it takes to, to fight this coronavirus, um, what are the other long-term or mid-term uh, effects on very uh, basic needs that uh, everybody has. And um, if, I, if I go back to some of the discussions we have with our customers over the last years, when we told them, you need to make sure you, you, you look into the digital uh, economy, digital transformation, how you can advance, how you can gain advantage uh, for a more efficient supply chain or more uh, distributed networks. And now we see companies, they have this in place, uh, they have a big advantage, or at least they can cope with certain uh, issues. And other companies who have neglected it, uh, they, they fall behind further. So we see exactly um, what we were trying to tell a lot of our customers what is important. Now it becomes critical for survival. Now, when we look into specific solutions, um, um, are there any solutions that come to your mind where SAP can make a big difference under this umbrella of SAP Helps and in general? Yes, we are seeing, um, let's say, responding uh, to the top requests from, from customers um, globally and across industries 
for initial response solutions to, to the challenges we're facing. So I, I would like to point out that there's several areas we're working on, but maybe three um, top solutions. And, and in response to that growing demand, SAP has decided to offer these solutions during the crisis for free to really help organizations um, to, to take action and, and respond. So the first one, and I think uh, responding to the top priority at the personal, at the professional level and, and as organizations is the well-being uh, of our loved ones, of our colleagues, of our customers, of all our stakeholders. So there what we have clearly seen is the value of using experience management and the Qualtrics platform that leader globally that has been supporting across industries for many years. So what SAP has decided there is to provide for free what we call in the remote work polls. That allows, and to date over 5,000 customers already using it for free, to reach out to their employees. Just ask that question, how are you doing? Allow them to respond in natural language in real time and identify risks. People being confined, how are they reacting? What are their family issues? Is there any way we can support you? You don't want to find this out when it has become a problem, but act on any signals. So this Pulse approach really helps organization understand what could be happening. So we're saying with remote work, it's to our own employees. We're doing the same focusing on healthcare organization, we called that the Healthcare Workforce Pulse, also for free. And to help these organizations, as you mentioned, that are very stressed at this moment on how they have to really respond and become the frontline, really monitor how is this affecting on an individual level each healthcare professional, how can we react? And then many other areas. How can we do pre-screening and routing, helping authorities reach out to citizens who cannot um, maybe access um, hospitals, whatever, and respond to that. Also for retail or consumer to reach out to their customers, to know their confidence, what are their interests, how can we respond? So experience and capturing the pulse is one key focus area and we're bringing those free solutions to help across industries. Another key area is we must not stop learning and growing as, as individuals, but as part of teams, as organizations. That's why first um, SAP opened up again for free um, our online uh, enablement platform through SAP Litmus with specific training and awareness to employees and organizations about working remotely, sharing best practices, guiding through tools, helping organizations get up to speed very quickly. But then also opening up with specific content for youth, for universities, um, for organizations on technology, on areas like artificial intelligence, IoT, development, all free online courses through OpenSAP. So our network our partners youth university families continue to grow continue to learn in these in these challenging times and maybe the third area and that's responding to those risks you were mentioning on the supply chain affecting many industries uh, sap as you know is managing the largest commerce network on the planet sap arriva with 4.5 million companies transacting on a, on a yearly basis, around $3 trillion um, in commerce. So how could we open this up for free to help uh, overcome disruption in supply channel? 
channels. So that's how well, we opened up Ariba Discovery. That brings together suppliers uh, and customers uh, with specific demand across many industries to really be able to respond to disruption. And here I'd like to share, I think, a, a very interesting case. Uh, there was um, a construction company in the US who was working to, uh, to really be able to um, provide a hospital with 500 beds um, to a city in the US as soon as possible, but they could not access hospital bed beds for the, for, for, their, for the construction. So through the platform, in 30 minutes, they contacted a hospital bed supplier who in a few days was able to respond. We think that that network approach, bringing suppliers and demand together can be essential to help. These are just three examples. Uh, there are many more. You can, you can access those through SAP Helps, through sap.com and, and see the whole offer. But I think those three are very relevant. Yeah, so we will also share uh, links to these three topics uh, in, the, in, the, in the show notes of this podcast. And as you just said, the last example, the supply chain. Now, if you just read the newspapers, and these days, uh, every every type of uh, goods is, is becoming uh, a scare, and uh, supply chain and uh, and uh, efficiency or networks effects are, are very important. I just yesterday read that the gold supply, the real gold uh, barons or bulletins, are, are out because also people do who want to buy gold today, uh, they they face a shortage because also the gold mineries have been shut down. So it is affecting everything. And uh, as a thing like this uh, Ariba platform, where everybody, every company literally can connect and can, can provide something, but can also source uh, sufficient goods, I think is, uh, is becoming more and more uh, critical in many areas. So this is something where SAP definitely can make a difference. And as you said on the other side, uh, the, the topic of learning, I just want to underline, uh, underline this. Now we all have to work from home. Uh, which is a new uh, situation and it's a new challenge um, because it means what a, you, need, you need to ask yourself uh, how do I cope with this new situation? Uh, my role as a, as a husband, my role as a, as a professional, my role as a CEO and um, one professor from an INSEAD faculty uh, lately said you have to learn fast. This is exactly what you said Mark. Uh, we need to learn very fast and most likely everybody in his teams uh, has people that are younger and they may do this naturally more native uh, to do video conferencing or to work digital. And this is a challenge for older generation, but it's also an, an, an opportunity. And I think the faster we all get our heads around on how we can make the best out of it, um, the better for our organization and for our customers. Um, Mark, do you have any specific examples of, of, of customers besides the, the, the one that you mentioned from the healthcare sector um, where uh, we, we see these new changes or companies uh, respond quickly to some challenges? Certainly, and I think very much in line um, with what you're mentioning on, on learning and learning quick. I think a key element to that is also sharing. I think it's really important. Then we're seeing how uh, organizations are opening up, sharing their experiences, their cases, providing, as, as we just mentioned, specific solutions. So I think it's very important that we share as many cases and experiences 
as possible. So um, in, in that sense, and, and maybe going to more specific cases in our region and cases uh, I've been involved in uh, directly, um, for example, our team in, in, in Italy, um, as they have been facing this challenge now, maybe for, for many more weeks than, than other geographies, they brought together uh, on, on our intelligence platform data from many sources to track the impact of the, of the virus, to see by geographies, by locations, by age groups, really provide that as a tool for other organizations in healthcare and public authorities to track and be able to understand what was going on. That has been so successful that now teams throughout many geographies are taking the same approach, analyzing global and local data and sharing that. So it's also the technology helping us to continue learning and share. We're helping also customers uh, across industries. Um, in this case, it's in, in financial service, respond uh, to increase in demand from customers that are not going to physical channels and are completely moving to online. So helping a banking customer uh, use chatbots to always respond to customer inquiries, which are now growing, the very repetitive questions, but you do not want to leave any call unattended. So we're trying to see how we help them through uh, chatbot technology, make sure every customer gets the right response. Uh, we also, and Andy, we've uh, worked on this together and it's um, in, in the region, seen how we can apply uh, machine learning technology like facial recognition to help public authorities move away from physical um, entry devices uh, to public buildings, to security areas, and be able to do it through facial recognition. So reducing manual contact, reducing exposure for, for professionals. And, and maybe a final case that I think is also very interesting, when we move to the online world, when we move to moving documents uh, between professionals that are rem working remotely, we need to also find new tools. So here we, we, we're seeing the value of what we call signature management, uh, supported by our partner DocuSign, and that is being very helpful to large organizations to ensure that contracts process do not stop that stakeholder interaction does not stop and we're complying with legal requirements, document certification. We see that as a very important element also. So many experiences, many cases, but again, I thought those could be relevant across many industries. Yeah, yeah. very, very nice examples. I think uh, every company has to ask what are the, the easy, the low hanging foods um, to use software or a technology in order to keep the business running. You can do things like artificial intelligence. Yes, this is more advanced and many, many companies do this already today with chat boots. But there are also many very basic things, as you mentioned, like uh, assigning a contract and using a, a technology like DocuSign or others um, is something that will definitely accelerate. And the, the, the under learning out of this is or the, the, what, what we're seeing now, every, every organization, my, my wife is a teacher. Now she has to do online classes. She has never done this before. Uh, there's no other way around. You just have to do this and you need to flip literally in, in, in one month from an, from an uh, on-site to a completely digital uh, learning experience. And so this is for the uh, schools and the universities, but also for, for, the, for the customers. Um, to, to sum this up, Mark, um, is there any specific call to action that you would like to give to our audience in this uh, context of this global uh, challenge? 
Um, absolutely, and maybe Andy, if you allow me to, <laughs> uh, to quote you, uh, I would say, learn fast. And I think that's very important. So there, how we can help, it's, I would offer and, and, and ask our listeners to, to join uh, the virtual industry events that SAP is organizing for the coming weeks. We'll be sharing per industry much more of this content, cases, experiences. It's very important that it's not only a one uh, direction kind of activity. It's not just us trying to uh, share what we are learning, but we also need to hear back uh, from the audience, from, uh, from the customers on how they are addressing these challenges, uh, what, how, what actions they are taking. So in, in that sense, I would like to put out an offer to, to, to the audience to reach out to us, to have a virtual coffee with our experts to discuss um, areas of concerns, but also what is working. And, and in that sense, obviously stay safe, but I think also very important to prepare for the great opportunities that together we're going to create once together we overcome this situation. I think it's very important that all organizations start thinking and are fully aware as we all are that we're going to overcome this situation and how will we grow, how will we be more resilient, stronger, better prepared once we, we overcome the situation. So that would be my call to action and thank you very much. Okay, great. Is there, is there any way uh, people can follow you online, um, on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube? Yes, absolutely. I would say uh, LinkedIn is, is the, the best option. Also, as I'm saying, through so the SAP Helps campaign, all our details are there on sap.com. Uh, you'll be sending that out. So I would ask if they see any interesting point, our contacts are through that documentation. Of course, also through social media and always through our team in the field that are much closer to them. But here we are to support. Okay, excellent. So, Mark, uh, thanks for, for taking the time and outlining uh, this view on how a company like SAP can, can help companies. Um, this is only the starting point on what we're going to do. And uh, if somebody wants to get more information, they can contact you online or also with our teams. Uh, thank you for your time. It was great talking to you. And also stay safe and uh, see you soon, hopefully uh, in person. Thank you very much. Thanks for the invitation, for the interesting discussion. And really looking forward to, to meet again uh, and have a real coffee together. <laughs> Thank you very much. For sure. Thank you. Bye-bye.